Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Randy Smith, Ken Norman, Joey Devine, Lloyd Vaught, Benoit Benjamin, Swen Nader, Sean Keen, and Patreons. Perkins from Sebastian Pretty, Terrence Ross, thank you, Sean Woodley, Andrew C, the Sean Leonard, thank you, Brian Hickey, Beer and Shine to Lova, thank you, Lucas Shock, aka at Stan Hathaway. Musical guest Jan Hammer. He composed the Miami Vice theme. And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. I'll admit it. I gave that that high was a little half-hearted. You know why? Because I was muted when I said it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, back with our Wednesday episode after a few days of playoff upsets. Oh yeah, baby. That <laughs> beautiful baritone you hear is my my main man, my best friend, the co-host, the permanent co-host, Sean Keen. Hi guys. Uh, I, I made him sign a 27-year contract, making me the permanent ho- co-host. It's true. Um, before we get to what we're going to do today, though, uh, I should just say, Sean, did you hear those voices? I mean, those names the ghost of Don Pardo was saying? Yeah, that was weird. Uh, 
some of them were basketball players, but some of them just seemed like super cool guys. Yeah. Um, well, that was today's episode's list of Patreon donors. And guess what? If you want us to say a name of your choosing, uh, all you've got to do is donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roundballrock. We've got a bunch of great tiers. For three bucks, you get in a Discord chat where yesterday... In the middle of the greatest collapse in playoff history, we were talking about which basketball players are which mumblecore movies. Uh, <laughs> little unlocked content for you. Jimmy Butler is Greenberg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for $5, you get an extra episode of Roundball Rock every Friday. Um, last week... We had Brooke, Brooke and Robin Lopez reviewing the movie Shazam. Who knows what, what is to come this week? Um, for 10 bucks, you get buttons. We've got amazing buttons. You get a slammed up button, a round ball rock button, and a button with a cartoon drawing of Don Nelson at the Hall of Fame that is uh, currently being drawn by uh, a very talented artist named Ivy McNally. The second they're up, we'll show it to you. Uh, and for 20 bucks a month, you get a slammed up t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, also uh, 10 bucks, you get a sticker. I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's right. A brand new round ball rock sticker. And I'll tell you who it was designed by. Uh, power listener, Dave Jordan, a.k.a. Dunn Nelson, a.k.a. Ninja Purtle, a.k.a. Shot Daddy. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to be Ninja Turtle for a while? Or do you think uh, the ever, the chameleon David Jordan will be reinventing himself? That's for him to decide. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, look, you can't, you can't tell a, a waterfall when to crash or a <laughs> rainbow when to shine. Um, what I will say, though, is... Uh, We've been really touched by all the, all your donations so far. It really means a lot. Uh, and we're halfway to our goal, basically, Sean. If we hit yeah, $1,000, right. we Which will... I, I, go, go ahead. I'm excited, and I am dreading this. If we hit $1,000, we're going to read Kobe Bryant's book and tell you, piece by piece, what happens in it, so mm -hmm. you don't have to read it. We're doing a service, really. It is, yeah. This is like Oprah's book club, but woker. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you can't afford to help, which, trust me, Sean and I understand not being able to afford things, mm -hmm. happens to us all the time. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time <laughs> on our podcast. Um, you can still help us out, though, by rating us on iTunes, reviewing us on iTunes, mm -hmm. subscribing to us on iTunes, uh, downloading the episodes, and uh, telling your friends. Mm -hmm. uh, Talk we're, about the episodes. Yeah, we're yeah. really proud of this, and we like to... Uh, speaking of talking about the episodes... You can talk to us about the episodes anytime you want. We're here uh, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can always call us on the phone, like our power caller, Big Polsky on an asphalt paver in Hegwish. <laughs> he is a power caller. Or other power caller, host of the Take It or Break It podcast, Corbin A. Smith. Uh, 
you can call us on the phone at 323-682-0342. Is that all the business? I think that's actually all the business we have. In the world. It's all the business in the world. That's it. That's all you need. (laughs) Um, So, Sean, Mm -hmm. you know what time it is. What time is it? Time to talk about the fucking depressing-ass Warriors. It's playoff time, baby! Hit the drop, robot! (laughs) It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're gonna be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. Sean. Yes. You and I don't like to talk about this very often. What's that? Yeah. But we are Golden State Warrior fans. Uh, We realize it's obnoxious. We get it. Um, And we get how happy everyone else was in the entire world on Monday when the Golden State Warriors blew a 31-point lead at home to the Los Angeles Clippers. They blew a 3-1-point lead. Mm-hmm. And you know how old Steph Curry is? He's 31. Yeah, he's 31, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's the biggest lead in NBA playoff history ever blown. Uh, and I've got to say, you can pretty much point to one one person for to blame for most of this loss. Um, Is it? I think I think I know who you're talking about, Joey. Uh, uh, you know who really knows what we're talking about? That reporter from 60 Minutes. We were looking at him. How do you feel, Sean? Well, I just I just feel like one of their players is maybe having uh, an extended nervous breakdown. Yeah, that's maybe been going on for three to five years. <laughs> Something um, about maybe a headline in the Oklahoma City paper may have triggered something in his past that has never changed, that has changed him forever. His, his brain started just slowly, almost imperceptibly bleeding at that point. Yeah, he seems... Um, Unhinged? So let's just, let's give some details about... Can I just give you his box score line? Before we that get feels to that, like a, yeah, we should ahead. say his name. It's Kevin yeah. Durant, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry. We Okay, so I'm just going to read you his his box score numbers because like when you get emotion involved in these things, if you just think about I don't know, his dead-eyed expression, mm-hmm. his visible discomfort making eye contact with a teammate or a reporter, uh the fact that he fled the arena without answering <laughs> any questions and that he's clearly under the mental control of Rich Kleinman, his Agent slash best friend slash uh, Svengali. Is that how you say <laughs> Uh Sure. So here's so Kevin Durant, uh, 21 points in 34 big minutes, uh, five for eight shooting, mm-hmm. 12 free throws, five rebounds, five assists, nine turnovers, nine turnovers, and uh, six fouls. He fouled out. I believe. Uh, five of those nine turnovers were offensive fouls in the second half. 
Oh, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I, what's what I don't understand is it does appear like he's having a nervous breakdown, but also that he's checked out at the same exact time. Well, okay. So what's been what what, what had been happening at the end of the year was that Katie had been passing a lot, but he had also seemingly been very passive. Like he just was not shooting very much at mm-hmm. all. There were games where he shot like five times. Yeah. And it's like, is that okay? Because there is a there is a notable tradition of players who are wired a certain way mm-hmm. of pro like like volume scores protesting by not shooting. Yes, like uh, we've seen Kobe Bryant do this in the playoffs. Rick in a Barry game did seven, it first. I believe. I believe Rick, Bar- Rick Barry's the pioneer. Look, <laughs> look. Uh, normally, it's hard to say that black people have stolen something from white people, but uh, unlike, you know, rap music, dancing, uh, basic human decency, being cool, uh, being cool. Um, <laughs> I do believe that Kobe Bryant uh, is. It's a little bit of a. Uh, Cultural appropriation. Yeah, it's, it's Rick Barry. Rick, Rick Barry was there first. Pouting, <laughs> calling out his team. Rick Barry is the Chuck Berry of being a huge fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and Kobe Bryant is Elvis. <laughs> it's like, man, you're just doing a Rick Barry cover there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, is that what Katie's been doing for a month and no one noticed until yesterday? I mean, I've been worried about it, but the Warriors were also <laughs> winning, and like he wasn't he wasn't saying anything. But also, I guess he hates the media <laughs> because of that one Oklahoma City copy editor. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> Mister Unreliable. Well, take that. Here's Mister Reliable. I'm reliably I'm reliably unreliable for the next ten years of my career. <laughs> These teams combined for two hundred and sixty-six points and I took eight shots. <laughs> I mean to be fair, he did take twelve free throws. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's true. But nine turnovers and a foul out, man. Like So basically was he just Charging into Patrick Beverly over and over. Basically. And that last foul, the foul he fouled out on, uh, was the most blatant foul on a screen I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, it was confusing because it was Kevin Durant setting a screen for his, the first time in a Warrior uniform. Yeah, this was this incredible. <laughs> um, but he was both moving and stuck his hands out. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, it was like somebody who had not even, like, I was going to say that someone who had only learned about a screen from watching a YouTube video, <laughs> but it was actually worse than that. It was like somebody who had had, had the concept of a screen passed down via, like, like an oral history yeah, like for centuries. Yeah, like third hand, though. Yeah. <laughs> so a moving screen where you also shove someone. <laughs> and that's how he fell, though. And... Proceeded to scream at the referee uh, about how it wasn't a foul. Look, I don't like to compare a lot of things to suicide by cop. You know what I mean? <laughs> Someone like just pulls a gun and tries to get a cop to kill them. But when you watch that play, what other explanation is there? Thank you for explaining what suicide by cop is, Sean. 
I don't know. Our, our <laughs> listeners could be sheltered. Well, here's the thing. I think maybe our listeners, um, maybe in in foreign countries, probably don't necessarily fair know point. that. Term. Fair because point. Because also because uh, this is weird. In some other countries, the police don't just regularly shoot down citizens all what? the time. <laughs> that is un-American. Uh, also, suicide's Christ. legal those places. So, <laughs> um. I'm going to be honest with you about this game here, Sean. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the most confusing basketball game I've ever seen because (laughs) it was a close game and then I fell asleep for like exactly four minutes in the second Mm -hmm. quarter and then woke up and the Warriors were up by like 30 (laughs) Uh-huh. And I was like mad the whole time because I was like, well, I guess I missed this game. <laughs> right. And then I said in our $3 a month Patreon Discord chat, you can go back and read me saying this. In the middle of the third quarter, I was like, I really want to turn this game off, but the Warriors keep turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. And it's just they're staying at a 12 point lead. Like, just. Please stop being boring, game. And then I went and put laundry into my washing machine and came back, and the Clippers were down by two? And I was like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Life happened, Joey. (laughs) No, the answer is Lou Williams and Mondrez Harrell fucking rule, dude. (laughs) And also Steph Curry got in foul trouble, and uh, uh, no one was good at defense but Draymond Green... Uh, no one was rebounding. Draymond was yelling at everybody. Draymond, at one point, uh, stared down Steve Kerr for 25 seconds. Well, uh, I, I don't mean, know if you saw that. Uh, it's, you know, it's a really tight team. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. They so. have fun. Their first priority <laughs> is having yeah. fun. That's the thing. Boy, the joy in these Warriors. It's so beautiful. They're number one. The their number one skill is how much fun they have playing it's basketball. Job one. job one is just loving each other, having fun, funny, funny videos, funny scouting videos. Phil Jackson trademark, <laughs> another fun guy. Um, well, so Joey, my experience with this game was Steph Curry caught fire at the end of the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the first half, sorry, yeah, he did not at the end of the second. While half. I was sleeping. Um, <laughs> While Joey was asleep, and I saw like, you know, the it just the the score escalated, and I thought, wow, Steph must have a ton of points. And I was like, well, actually, he scored most of his first half points in that run. And then I I left to go to my show's ten uh, year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working, working, good show, sold out. Yeah, the show's free, but it was very packed. <laughs> Um, did a, did a weird thing talking about uh Sid Bream, former baseball player. No, I know um, that bit. That's a good bit. Thank Our you. Listeners Thanks. would love that bit. I think they would. I I I had not done it probably in like seven years. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I just casually, um, I I just I just gave an update to my to my my lady friend and said. The show's going great. And she said, wow, this game is crazy. And I said, 
you know, because it's a 30 point blowout. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's crazy. And then I looked and uh, the Clippers were ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the last I had seen, I don't know if the Warriors were up 31, but they were definitely up in the high 20s. <laughs> last time I had checked the score and then I was like, well, truly this game is obviously not going to be, there's not going to be much to mention until Kevin Durant is ejected. Probably not for f- five offensive fouls, but mm-hmm. for jawing with Patrick Beverly in this clear blowout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I had to go home and uh, watch it at, <laughs> at like very late at night, knowing what, what the outcome was going to be. Because <laughs> I'm a goddamn professional. Um, and it still feels like I mean it is not it is not surprising when you have seen the Warriors just like everyone's worst tendencies all came out, which yeah. was Thompson. It's kind of sucking sometimes in the playoffs, but also just disappearing. Yeah, I will say about Clay actually, Clay's kind of getting a raw deal a little bit in how people are talking about this game. Uh, I actually thought his defense on Lou Williams was pretty good. Lou Williams is just undefendable. Well, and and I have to say, Steve Kerr maybe is thinking too much about positivity and preparing for his media interviews compared to making any kind of a backup plan if things go unexpectedly in a game for oh, his rotation. Like their starting center uh, blowing out his quad oh, in the God, first four man. minutes of the game. That's the thing. Like, like when I saw that watching it, I didn't really, even as a Warrior fan, did not feel that bad about the game anymore just because I felt so bad for Boogie. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's just terrible. Like, he's he's such a delight. It just feels like it's cost him so much money. It's just, I feel like, I feel like his reputation has been extremely unfair. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, non-contact, torn quad. Like, hopefully it's not real. I mean... I just don't. I don't really care for the sake of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. How oh, he, not at all. I just want. I. I would just. It would be great if he could just. Like it's. It's not that bad. He just gets paid and everything's fine. Yeah. Um. It just sucked. I mean, who knows with those injuries? Um. It was nice of Charles Barkley to say that it reminded him of his career-ending injury. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Um, anyway, get well, Boogie. I I don't really have... He might be fine in, like, two months, too. Yeah. I don't have much to say about that other than that it fucking sucks. Uh, I do have things to say about my feelings about this warrior team right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really think they're gonna make it through the West, I think. They're gonna win. It's gonna be tough. And then I think they're gonna crumple like a fucking tin can against the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, I think they're going to have one tough game against the Bucks, and then like it's going to be like uh, Andrew Bynum fouling JJ Barea City for three games. Wow! So it's not even it's not even going to be like the 2014 Heat, no, where they just kind of get beat, and then LeBron stops trying halfway through the series. Look, last night Draymond Green's mom was Uh faving any tweet where Kevin that called Kevin Durant soft. Which, to me, Draymond Green's mom is a 
little bit of the canary in the coal mine with what's going on with the Warriors. Uh, yeah, but hasn't room. she? She was trashing KD in the. She was doing that on Twitter during the Houston series. Yeah, last and she was year. right. <laughs> and what happened in the Houston series is KD woke up in Game Six, and people aren't sure why. And you you think it was the online abuse from Draymond's mom? No, no, no. Oh, but okay, if you okay. read Ethan Sherwood Strauss's piece about how the Warriors earlier this year, the one that started him hating the media, he had like <laughs> he was like people in the Warriors are like we don't know what caused KD to wake up in that series, but he was just checked out and then woke up, and we only barely survived because of it, like. And weren't they? Weren't I don't they think terrible. he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna wake up this time. <laughs> weren't they terrible at the beginning of Game Six and Game Seven yes. in that series too? Yeah. So they're they're playing with fire a little bit. Um, their new starting center is Kavon Looney. Great. <laughs> um, who played again really well. Like he- Really, what he was really good against the Clippers, actually, but he did. A, he had he had nineteen so points. So fucking boring. <laughs> I hate him. Nineteen <laughs> points, seven of eight from the line. <laughs> I just this is this is the weirdest guy <laughs> I can remember you hating. He's so boring. He's just like like he, I just don't want to watch him play basketball. I understand he's a good player, but I just I I just can't do it, dude. He just it's he so, makes just me so want to go weird. to sleep. It's so weird because he's like the setter. Like he doesn't even I just like anyone whose dunks are even boring. It's uh-huh. like, come on, man! Like you got to give me something here. I don't know. I, I I guess I see it. I just kind of feel like most setters are like that. Here's here's look. <laughs> here's how I'll really explain it. He is. The diametric opposite of Anthony Randolph. <laughs> yeah, Think true. of it that way. <laughs> that's true. No athleticism. Uh, always in the right place. Uh-huh. Zero. Uh, zero personality. Has never has never screamed at an opponent, but also hasn't wept on the court. Um. So we're going to see a lot more Jordan Bell, guys. That is going to add some volatility. They were so mad at him in the like three minutes he played uh, last night, dude. Was this, here's, a, here's a question. Like, why does it always take like, like a like a an assistant video coordinator to like suggest a lineup change to Steve Kerr? He can't react on the fly and and figure out a solution with his bench. Like like his rotation gets disrupted and it's like, well, <laughs> everyone's out of rhythm for the entire game. Like he just can't. <laughs> but you look at the guys who played it was just a weird combination of people, I got to yeah. say. It's always a weird combination of people. Uh here is the 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 thing about Steve Kerr. Uh, he played uh, both of his centers, who were giving him were who were actively terrible all game, 
more minutes than Sean Livingston in the uh, in Game Seven of the 2016 Finals. Just oh, remember right, yeah. that. Yeah, he essentially benched Livingston in favor of Anderson Vergeau and uh, Festus Azili. Yeah, both guys who are no longer in the league. Yeah, but thank God they have Andrew Bogut to. Uh, Rally the team with uh, an inspiring lecture from Jordan Peterson <laughs> for the next game, um, teaching them about myth, teaching them about uh, masculinity, and uh, of course the secret sex scandals related to pizza restaurants. In uh, I have a feeling I know how he's going to stop Montrez Harrell, dude. How is it? He's just going to scream, "Debate me!" in his yeah. face, and it's going to break Montrez Harrell's. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, I don't, I don't even know what we're talking about here." Montrose Hell, yeah, nine of nine for twenty-five points and ten rebounds. Pretty good yeah. game. Lou Williams, thirty-seven points, I believe. Thirty-nine. Uh, he had thirty-six and eleven. Jesus Christ! Somehow only had two turnovers. Oh no, no, he didn't. He had five turnovers. Um, but that's only four fewer than Kevin Durant. <laughs> I do believe. Look. The Clippers were amazing. That comeback was amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, As I think I've um, evidenced on this podcast several times, I'm not really a Warriors homer. Uh, No, you're not. I root for them, but, like, I find Warriors homers to be obnoxious. CC Bob Fitzgerald. (laughs) Um, But I still think... I do think Kevin Durant is maybe going to figure out how to uh, uh, shoot over a guy he's seven inches taller than at some point in the next four games. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that uh, somehow that's shutting him down. I mean, it, it's not weird. It's uh, <laughs> it's very it's, in character, in fact. Did you think it was weird that the Warriors were wearing We Believe jerseys when they got embarrassed by an eight seed? Um. <laughs> and, and, and Patrick Beverly had just Steven Jackson, their star. Were they wearing? I thought they were wearing the town jerseys last night. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, yeah. Wondering. No, they weren't wearing the We Believe jerseys. They were wearing the yellow, the town jerseys. Um, they should wear the We Believe jerseys, though, to counteract this uh, this terrible curse that Rich Kleiman has put on the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you? I, I can't remember like a, a dual media ducking in this situation before. That uh, yeah, both. Both Draymond and uh, Katie didn't talk to the media. Uh, of course, Steve Kerr did talk to the media. <laughs> good, good. Um. Anyway, I don't have anything more to say about this game. No. What do you think is going to happen in game three? Uh, well, I mean, that passionate Clippers crowd at the Staples Center made up of uh, Billy Crystal, uh, people who... Did not want to stay on the Lakers waiting list for tickets. <laughs> uh, various members of Frankie Muniz's family. Um, who else likes the Clippers? 
Steve Ballmer's son. The ghost of Penny Marshall. Yeah, Steve Ballmer, his family, Chuck the Condor. Um, I mean, there's no reason to feel like... I don't know. I don't think the Clippers have that much of a home court advantage. That's my that's my brief takeaway for this uh, game. But... I, uh, I will know, say... Six. <laughs> uh, I, what I will say is, look, even though I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, I was... I did really enjoy Steve Ballmer celebrating at the end of that game. <laughs> it's a really likable Clippers team. It's funny. It is funny, though, that the the extended rivalry is just the coach now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Patrick Beverly has an individual rivalry with Kevin Durant, but literally there are no... Who else on the team has any kind of history or stakes in this matchup? Nobody. It's why they, it's why they play so free. Oh, Wilson Chandler, he does have a taste for Warriors blood. Yeah, because he now bit that David Lee's arm that yeah. one time, and David mm-hmm. Lee almost died. Yeah, that the taste for Warriors <laughs> flesh never goes away. Um, we should talk about other games before we get yes. to our mailbag, though. Okay. Um, we'll just burn through these, except yeah. there's one I want to talk about. The other big comeback. Okay. Uh, the Nuggets beat the Spurs tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, Greg Popovich finally exposed as the fraud that Nate Duncan <sighs> said he was. <laughs> Thank God. We're finally, finally the sheeple will wake up and realize that Greg Popovich <laughs> cannot get it done. You know, uh, 70% of the time he goes to the playoffs, he does not win the title. <laughs> so, um, Jamal Murray had one of the crazier playoff games I've ever seen. Uh, yes, he went. He went one for nine in the first half, uh-huh. uh huh, and then in the second half went eight for nine and scored twenty one points in Joey, the fourth quarter. He did not go eight for nine in the second half. I think he went eight for nine in the fourth quarter. Jesus Christ, so tight. He had three points going into the. <laughs> Uh, he also fell into the stands in the third quarter and took a bite of someone's pretzel mm-hmm. and claimed that after the game he couldn't he still couldn't get the dry, terrible taste of pretzel out of his mouth. Um <laughs> what a weird <laughs> And I will say, uh I was really, really touched by uh Mike Malone Mike Malone's press conference after it, where he was just like uh, he just kept saying, like, he had no thought of ever pulling Jamal Murray. Jamal needs to know that he loves him and he's in his corner and that he oh. has his back or else he wouldn't have my back. It was, like, real dope coach speak, you know? It was like, but it was clear he really loves Jamal Murray. <laughs> he's, a, he's a tough guy. He's 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 he was a, He's been a little up and down, but... Yeah, it was great. Him him just catching fire. Uh super entertaining. Um and look. Yeah, go ahead. I love Pop. I love the Spurs, but I got to be honest, I have a real rooting interest in this one just cuz I don't want to watch the Spurs in another round. Well, and you've been you've been on this Nuggets train for a while. Yeah, about 2 years. No. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, there aren't that many teams that Anthony Randolph formerly played for, so... <laughs> also true. You have to support him. Um, yeah, this was... 
Popovich was really mad because uh, they were up 19 and they did not win. But, you know, I, my theory is that what what the Nuggets finally, you know, put it together in the fourth quarter, it took them that long to stop being depressed about that video where Jamal Murray goes around giving everybody gifts. <laughs> oh, sorry, where Isaiah Thomas. I'm sorry, Isaiah yeah. Thomas. And it wasn't gifts. It was AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> I, I just have to look up what those retail for. Uh, they're like a hundred bucks, I think. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's fine. <laughs> uh, they're a hundred and fifty nine dollars. That's a nice thing to give people. hundred ninety nine dollars. That's a significant gift. Fifty nine. A hundred and fifty nine. hundred and fifty nine. Still a nice gift. Yeah. But weird that it was filmed and that his path around the locker room seemed designed very inefficiently. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael Porter Jr. was stuffing his face in that video. mm. Just absolutely (laughs) looked like he was uh, really carbo-loading to uh, rip off some fans in NBA 2K later. Long night. (laughs) Just a marathon sesh. Um, Is he eligible to play? <laughs> Could he play? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think he's still technically on injured reserve or something. Um. <laughs> By the way, speaking of stuffing their faces, um, it was very cool that Lou Williams uh, celebrated his amazing game by eating some really regular ass nachos. nachos. <laughs> yeah. I've eaten those nachos and they are not very good. They're definitely not good. <laughs> it, like, yeah, they're not. They're not that good. Um, the Sixers came back and beat the Nets uh, after putting yeah. up fifty-one points in the third quarter. Yes. Now, Joey, uh-huh. we brought this up. We've talked about the Karate Kid headband. You saw Jared Allen was wearing the Karate Kid headband, and you thought this is a good look for him. This is a guy who could. He's wear allowed kid. to wear the karate. He looks great in the Karate Kid headband. Also, by the way. Uh, I thought Mo Harkless looked pretty good in the Karate Kid headband tonight too. But here's know, my here's my question: mm-hmm. Did maybe that Karate Kid headband contribute to giving up 51 points in the third quarter? <laughs> it's very possible. Except the Sixers have more guys wearing Karate Kid headbands than the Nets. I think. No, you Who's, know what? That's not true. There are several Nets who wear the Karate Kid headband. The Nets, the Nets make every bad and questionable hair facial hair and accessory choice that you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Look, Damari Carroll, D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. those guys alone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a team full Spencer of Spencer Dinwiddie. His hair and goatee are so thick. He looks like a, uh, who was that magnet guy where you would move the metal shaving? Oh, Dapper Dan. Yeah. He looks like Dapper. <laughs> he has a Dapper Dan goatee. <laughs> I mean, D'Angelo Russell's hair choices make me, I would say that's the main thing that would make me hesitate about giving him a long-term mm, contract. To me, it's shaving his eyebrow. Does that count as a, a hair yeah. choice? No, I think that at all these things, everything that Alan Crabb does is a mistake. <laughs> Joe Harris is just wet all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And then and then Kuruks just is still Kuruks is dope, dude. Kuruks looks like he's from the 1950s. He has yeah, like dude. a <laughs> he, he has like a full metal jacket hair. He he sits down and he goes, "Give me military haircut." What is how you say Dutch Schlitzy? Well, I still believe that he is in the um, in the grandfathered in in the clause where European players are not allowed to visit American barbers until their third year. <laughs> uh, Kuruks, by the way, is fucking dope. But I got to say, I watch him and I'm just like, it's so tight to have AK-47 back in the league. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you know, he fills up the box score the same way. Five fouls, five <laughs> rebounds, <laughs> throwing in that one assist. <laughs> Um, he gets a lot of offensive rebounds, though. Yeah, he's like, he's like <laughs> what a weird guy to have. He's just got to be allowed to cheat on his wife once a year, and then yeah, he's really going to fly. It's going to fucking skyrocket. Uh, the Raptors won by 20 to 29 points. Congratulations, Kyle Lowry, on having your first good playoff game in the history of your entire life. <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. Oh, can I ask you a question about the Nets? Uh-huh. Sorry, there's this D'Angelo Russell quote I wanted to discuss real quick. He said, I know the Barkley Center is going to be jumping in there. The buzz around the city is what we needed. So mm-hmm. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Joey, is New York City buzzing about the Nets? Well, they're certainly not buzzing about the Mets, mm-hmm. whose pitcher gave up nine runs before getting an out today, I believe. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Um, they're not buzzing about the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um. They don't seem very happy with the Giants, except they might trade for a core. Oh, I'm, I'm getting depressed just thinking about the <laughs> Um, I think they might be buzzing about the, the, <laughs> the Nets, actually. So my follow-up question is, if New York City is buzzing about the Nets, does that mean they are no longer the greatest city in the world? No, because here's here's the funniest. It's going to be the Nazziest thing that's ever going to happen, dude. Mm -hmm. The Nets are going to gain like are going to play super well. They're in the playoffs. Uh, The city's going to come to these two games. They're going to be they're going to have Nets fever. And a lot of people have been banned for life from Madison Square Garden by James Dolan. So it is their only option. Sean, I'm going to get to that. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> it's going to be the netsiest thing ever that the most momentum that franchise has ever had is going to be shot dead in its tracks when the Knicks sign Kevin Durant this summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that isn't that the yeah. most <laughs> that isn't that the most nets thing in the world actually. Yeah, they take the Sixers to 7 games. It's real hard fought, but they're all these guys selling are out Barclays. Everybody's excited, and then two months later, no one gives a shit about the Nets yeah. again. <laughs> and they've got to sadly just like get a bigger banner for Jay Z for his his <laughs> sold out concerts. Man, um, yeah. So that uh, Raptors game was not close. It was very boring. Um, Kawhi uh, played great. Uh, Jeremy th- Lin played three minutes, so that's tight. Yeah, that's good. You you said they needed to play Jeremy yep. Lin, and they'd win, and they did. <laughs> uh, if so. he, he played three minutes. They won by twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Sean, 
imagine if he played 15 minutes. They'd win by 145. <laughs> yeah, d- Jesus, it's it's math. These are this is analytics, people. <laughs> I also have analytics that say uh they that fans shouldn't boo when the away team is shooting free throws. <laughs> mhm. That's very important. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you have a stadium promotion and you want to give people some free stuff, get them like fired up, what you want to do is focus on an easy to understand metric like opponent three point percentage. <laughs> if it dips below one standard deviation of the mean, that's when the prize comes out. And that's that's what people are gonna care about. That's what's gonna help your team. Um, all right, and the Blazers beat the Thunder. This game fucking ruled, dude. Dame and CJ were great. Uh uh-huh. big week for for uh white Portland uh players because White Pat had himself a game and Let tonight me tell you, Joey, it's always a big week for white <laughs> Portland players for Portland fans. Uh White Pat and Milwaukee had a big game and tonight Myers Leonard came to play, baby. Five mm. and four with four thousand fourteen minutes. Hell of a game. Uh, played good defense a couple of times actually on Paul George, but that doesn't he looked, he that doesn't work ripped. with the bit. He looked ripped. <laughs> he looked so fucking jacked, dude. Oh, the hammer. He looked so he is blessed, that man. Mm-hmm. Bless him. Bless him, Portland. <laughs> Joey, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is it time? To trade Nurkic. Absolutely. And give Myers Leonard his minutes slash a contract extension. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Do it, Neil O'Shea. Um, I dare you, Neil O'Shea. Russell Westbrook was fucking terrible in this game. Yeah, uh, what a what a surprise. <laughs> Paul George also bad. Uh this game ruled. Super into it when the Thunder lose. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Russell Westbrook, one rebound short of a triple double or four turnovers. Oh, so this is their first this is their first loss of the year. This is their first true loss. Yeah. But they're gonna go back to Oklahoma City. Those polo shirts are gonna be out. Uh probably some thunder sticks. Uh mm-hmm. people will be actually throwing uh little bags of fracked oil onto the court. <laughs> it's gonna be very exciting. They're going to start chanting about how good Blake Griffin was his two years in college. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Uh, do you think the Flaming Lips are going to show up? Yeah, probably. Uh, I read in the Oklahoma City book, though, that Wayne Coyne shows up. They actually get frustrated because Wayne Coyne cheers for everyone. Like, he's a <laughs> Thunder fan, but he's just like, whoa, that was great! Whoa, this is great! Whoa, that was great! Because yeah, he's cause like... Because he's, he's on mushrooms. Yes. Right. <laughs> he's high out of his mind all the time. And they're like, we can't have the most famous person in Oklahoma City cheering for something Kobe did. Yeah. <laughs> um, The Celtics... Too cowardly to play on Monday or Tuesday. So, uh, wow. big L for them. Boo. That's um, a bummer. Should we do some Raider mail? Let's do this with some Raider mail, yeah. This is Round Ball Rock Reader mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, so our friend Kevin O'Shea ask, asks... Uh, what's Larry Bird's favorite bird to eat? It's a really good question. I uh, actually know this exactly. This this just came to me, dude. 
I bet it's grouse. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had grouse. Uh, I've never had grouse either, but Larry Bird has for sure eaten grouse. You know what yeah. I mean? It, I mean, I, I could see him like, like shooting pigeons with a BB gun, too. <laughs> But it's it's something that's like really gamey, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think he's ever made like grouse tenders? No, Larry Bird has never made food in his <laughs> yeah, entire exactly. life. Anything, I mean, not right. since he became like a famous person. And even even before that, it was it was it was like hot pockets, basics. Yeah. yeah, he's. I bet Larry Bird's eaten at a lot of gas stations. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. Do you think he's like really pumped at all the options at Seven Eleven now? Yes, one hundred percent. He's just like, wait, wait, you give me that whole pizza? Yeah, it's like, wait, how many taquitos can I get for this? And he holds up a two hundred dollar bill, two one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the store, you own the Seven Eleven now, Larry Bird. He's like, fine. I just want to be able to, you know. Get a tall boy every once in a while. You guys can run it otherwise. <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, Larry Bird's line reading in that um, Capital One commercial is I, truly incredible. I haven't seen it, but I will put it right here. Hey, guys. Larry Legend. Hey, who's that? My bracket buddy, Charles Barkley. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. It's the way he... the. the do you think they did one single take, or do you think that was the best he was going to say, Charles Barkley? Larry Bird doesn't do anything long. <laughs> he was there an hour, man. <laughs> uh, at Brosive Conrad asks, do you think the Clippers will beat the Warriors in five games or six? I mean, five would be incredible. Like, if the Warriors lose, they should go out in five. Yeah, 100%. Um, do it in front of the home fans. Uh, and then a when final we final <laughs> finger in the eye before going to the Chase Center. When we asked for these questions, uh, it was two weeks ago now, so we've got a lot of Magic Johnson questions. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, this is only a week ago. Oh, a week ago. Jesus, his press conference so... <laughs> was was really only seven days ago. It feels so long ago, Sean. Right. Well, Joe, Joe, here's a thing to remember. Do you remember when Brandon Ingram got out of that brawl with the Houston Rockets? Yes. That was this season. That's so crazy. At Trey Cool X, at AKA Genial Black Man, asks Is Magic Johnson leaving the Lakers without telling Genie the executive version of going out for cigarettes? It's like worse. I, I said it was breaking up with someone by changing your relationship status to single on Facebook in 2010. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that public element of that too. Um, what's weird is like it almost seems like he's. It's not even like going out for cigarettes. It's it's like. It's like he filmed a video for Twitter announcing that he was leaving his wife because he just needed more time to masturbate. <laughs> um, our other Magic Johnson question was from Kevin O'Shea himself. Uh, who are Magic Johnson's favorite magicians? I'm going to give a slightly amended answer to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're in Los Angeles, 
there is an establishment called the Magic Castle. Mm-hmm. You need to be like a magic. You need to have some kind of contact with a magician to get you into one of their shows. Okay. I think Magic Johnson has had sex at the Magic Castle. Oh, yeah, of course. And I think he's directly fucked in front in, in like the same general vicinity as David Copperfield and Penn, but not Teller. I bet he does like Penn and Teller. Yeah. Um, I also think he probably was really into the masked magician who, you know, gave up all the tricks for Fox. Oh, yeah, he was into that. Yeah, I think he was super into that. Um, he, and he's definitely, look, he definitely also saw David Copperfield a couple of times at Neverland Ranch. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, our friend at Kurt Neal asks, has there ever been a more universally beloved player than Dwayne Wade? Have we ever seen, even seen a send-off like this in the history of the league? Uh, and yes, the correct answer is Magic Johnson. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the only the only other send off I can think of is um, you know Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce's departure tour was even greater than Dwayne Wade. Just just the love, uh, the sourpuss face, the the dad bod. But yeah, they loved Magic Johnson so much. Uh, People loved Magic Johnson so much, uh, they put him in an all-star game in a season he wasn't playing. You know what I mean? Like, that's more of a send-off than this Wade one, I think. Plus, Jabbar Kareem, I believe, had a weird send-off like this, too, where everybody gave him rocking chairs and shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Dr. J got a little bit of a tour, too, I remember. Um. That, Who do you wish remember, got a retirement that, tour? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm trying to think because it feels like that. It feels like it didn't happen for a while. Like, like, yeah. Jeter like brought Bird it back, or Mariano, right? Brought it back. Rivera. People were buying Mariano gifts. I don't understand why you have to buy an opposing player gifts. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think it's, it's fun. It's weird. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm really I I have to admit I am really into giving opposing players gifts as a team because like I like to think like I believe that the A's gave Mariano Rivera like an Oakland A's surfboard. <laughs> or no, that well, was I like, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was uh Jeter. They gave Mariano a rocking chair made of all the bats he'd broken. So like the Iron Throne? No, it was like it looked like a like almost like an Amish rocking chair, you know. But it was made right, but, of all these broken bats. <laughs> right, no, but but, the, I, but you know the Iron Throne yeah, is made didn't up of all really broken look swords. Like, but sure, okay, yes, like the Iron Throne. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't on, look Joey. all dumb like that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, what a weird gift to be like. Well, I'm in Oakland, and then so he's like, so you're gonna. Ship this to my home in the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm into that, dude. I think we should be giving... Teams should be required to give more players gifts. Like, every team should have to give Vince Carter a present next year. 
I mean, what about does Toronto have to give him anything? Yes. What if they just like make a face and are like, "Yeah, we were, we were thinking about getting you a present, but uh, we decided to sit out the shopping trip instead." So we gave somebody on the Brooklyn Nets a present. Instead. I bet LeBron will get presents. Yes, he will definitely get presents. Like, I don't know, a guaranteed four-year contract from the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers and the ability to uh, fire and trade for whoever he wants. <laughs> um, he, he's already on his retirement tour, Joey. At Spaz- you know what he's going to do? He's going to drink his way through it. At Spaz Barnett asks, what kind of blood will they, will they be selling at the Chase Center next season? Um, I think definitely they're going to have different levels of blood because if you're like a the kind of guy who wants a blood boy, you also want to be able to feel superior to other people. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to get like um, some organic blood boys for sure. And I think they're going to have a level that's like a party blood boy, you mm-hmm. know, where there's like some MDMA in it. In it. So like that's that's the next step in 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 partying I think, <laughs> and then I think some guys will go for vintage blood, which they'll be taking from like former warriors, and possibly have already stolen from them without their consent. Uh, I think they're just gonna be. It's just oh, dude, you just can't o. get it. You just can't get. You can't get into the blood type thing. It's just just universal donor O. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't. They can't be storing that much blood. <laughs> Well, I think you can. I think you can probably get a transfusion from your butler if he's a match in your yeah, section in the wine cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like it should. It should be like a creepy Edgar Allan Poe story. All right, we got to blow through these. Uh, at G Dwallis sign said something something Timberwolves direwolf Game of Thrones merch. What other hit binge mode TV branding could the other teams do for their season premieres? Um. I'm gonna say I bet I bet Boston has actually made Breaking Brad shirts. <laughs> um, I think it would be really my favorite thing. I don't know why I think this would be incredible. Is if the Cleveland Cavaliers started selling John from Cincinnati merchandise? Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Wrong city, <laughs> but also like. And it's like it's like Zydrunas Elgauskas on a surfboard. Um, the Warriors should sell bil- uh, should wear- should sell billions crisp shirts, just mm-hmm. crisp dress shirts yeah. with like uh, a real classy billions on the uh, on the breast. <laughs> yeah, like a sponsorship patch. <laughs> yeah, it comes with a pocket square that says billions. You can take it out if you want, or you can cover it up with your the shirt you're supposed to wear. Uh, at Monta World Peace adds, bobbleheads of Tyrion standing on top of the wall and pistoning off the edge of the world. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, at G Dwalisign also asked. Oh, with- oh, can I can I suggest one more thing? Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Phoenix Suns need to sell mom specific gifts that say "Mother of Dragon." I like it. For those Bender fans out there. Um, at G Dwalisign. Also asked, with Jimmer, Bucky, Kawhi Bot, we talking about practice, Durant, Kyrie, hydroponic predator vision, 
pretty Tony Davis, all possibly moving teams, and Bronny's dad trying to recruit whippersnappers, is the summer of 2019 the summer of toxic mombalinity? Ooh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. just, just Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant becoming free agents at the same time. That's got it. Yeah, Kyrie doesn't really have toxic mombalinity. He has something else. I, I don't really know what it is. but He has, like, the toxic mombalinity you get when you're in the presence of, like, undiscovered mold. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, he has... <laughs> no, he has what that guy from S-Town has. Have we said that right. before? He has lead poisoning from smelting gold or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, at... Very funny comedian Adam Cousins asked, why didn't Dana Barros get more run? Uh, height discrimination. Yeah, he, obviously. Behind his time. It's such a weird It's such a weird thing where he had like an incredibly long career mm-hmm. for a guy of that size and just kept ending up on teams that just didn't really give him minutes. And then they'd give him minutes and he'd kill it. Yeah, he'd make the all-star team and shoot like 43% from three. And people are like, these are not going to last. We need a guy who can throw it to our big man who has acromelagy. And we need to just get it in to a medieval troll down low. And everyone else needs to clear out. Uh, at do nots asks, I would like to know which playoff teams are the most and least spiritually correct to root for. Uh, spiritually correct. Obviously it's the jazz. Uh, Uh, I think the most spiritually correct team to root for is actually the bucks or the Raptors. I think so too. Um, Um, I think it's, I think it's the bucks are just very pure. Like, like they have a weird, I don't know. The, the, obviously, every NBA owner is bad, I think, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But, but Lazary, like, seems weird enough that there's the Morocco connection. Uh, <laughs> he always wants to play in the celebrity game. And um, I, I don't know. There's there's not a lot of disqualifying factors on the team. Like, they're, they've been victims of police violence. Yeah. Uh, they're like in yeah, like they're actually yeah. Uh, uh Brooke Lopez they, his his prime was victimized by Danny Ainge. His oh, stupid right. trade. God. Stole from from this wonderful, delightful guy. Yeah. And uh, then Giannis is just he's just pure. I mean, he probably won't be in a year or two, but right now he currently is. He might be the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Um least spiritually correct. I know I just said it might be the Raptors as most, but that Kawhi one is actually a little icky. The Kawhi stuff. Um, the Warriors are probably least spiritually correct to root for, though, honestly. Wait, what's the icky Kawhi thing? Just that he forced his way out of San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Like, just Kawhi is a little I mean, basketball purist icky, but the rest of the Raptors are all pretty pure, I think. Maybe maybe they can give Kawhi Vince Carter's gift in Toronto. <laughs> uh, but the scales. I mean, I, uh, the Warriors are the least spiritually correct. I think. No, it's the it's the well. Yeah, I guess that's probably right. Yeah, I was gonna say the Magic, but I'm like, I'm just talking about the ownership there. Yeah, I think he means basketball you can't, spirit because yeah, you can't. Because yeah. all uh, billionaires are fucking bad, man. Because you know Tillman Fertitta is also bad. 
Uh, not, I mean, not as bad, but yeah. Yeah, as, it's like, yeah, it's like war, worst list, I would say Warriors, Thunder, Celtics. Yeah, I actually think the Rockets are also not on the high end. No, definitely not. They're above the Celtics, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. At Benjamin Jensen asks, is there any stretch four we can start calling Splash Mountain? And the obvious answer, it's been sitting there this whole time. Why are we not calling Brooke Lopez Splash Mountain? Yeah. As a, stretch four. And yeah. I don't even just mean us. I just mean everyone. He it's fucking lives good... at Disney World. He, 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 like, he literally <laughs> has a home <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. Uh, and then finally, at M. Burkett asks, which is going to make you throw your TV out the window first? Migos Mountain Dew, Migos Mountain Dew, or uh, the white lady playing ukulele commercial. Uh, it's neither of these. It's that creepy guy who loves Justin Timberlake. Yes, uh, because he has a terrible beard that makes him think. It makes me think he just escaped from like a steampunk orgy. But he's also like in Timberlake cosplay, kind of like the way yeah. he's dressed. It's very. And upsetting tells, it's unsettling and the story is about a guy who spent a lot of money to get close to justin timberlake so he could film a live performance on his cell phone yeah and make eye contact with the performer while he was doing it i really That's don't like that story and you know what if you don't for our international listeners i'll play a an unsettling clip of this guy right here Verizon got us VIP tickets three feet away from Justin Timberlake. And to say VIP is an understatement because I saw Justin Timberlake. So he literally looked into the phone and started dancing. Well, he was already dancing. Locked eyes and continued dancing. <laughs> I still have to like pinch myself and make sure I'm not dreaming every now and then. I'm like, wait, did that happen? I've got photos of it. It must have. <laughs> Who lost at that audition, Joey? Who didn't get the part? Uh, me. <laughs> no, that's okay, well, that's why you bought that hat. Yeah, yeah, that is why. That is why I've been wearing a pork pie hat and a vest <laughs> because I spent I spent a thousand dollars at Brooks Brothers trying, assuming I was going to get that part, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, that's our episode. We'll be back with our Patreon exclusive episode on Friday. Uh. You can, of course, get that by donating $5 to patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Um, but, of course, Sean, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, you can check out the Everything Report on Instagram. I have a piece where I compare 78 Game of Thrones characters to their professional athlete counterparts. It's a lot more than anyone needs or wants, but that's what you do. And uh, April of 2019, you put out Game of Thrones content mm -hmm. on the internet. Yeah. Uh, as for me, please, again, rate, re review, and subscribe. You can always contact us at roundrockpod or at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Uh, but you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where five days ago I tweeted, you know when you watch one of your movies and you realize it's actually pretty awful? Yeah, me too, all the time. Oh, Frankie. Uh, Sean, do you have a song for us? 
I do. I do. We're back to uh, back to the straight Lucas songs, I think. <laughs> After uh then we we experimented. There was a Boylan song in the Patreon exclusive episode for all you Boylan heads. Mm-hmm. Uh and then last time we tried to combine Luca Game of Thrones. Um James firing Luke, Luke Walton. He had firing Luke Walton all together in one song. It's gone mildly viral, I would say. Mm-hmm. But uh, now we've we've uh, partnered with our friends John and John, and uh, this song is called. Um, I guess it's called Don Don Donchich Start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I know what song you're doing. Um, uh, shut it down. Oh, wait, hold on. Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's watch the Warriors collapse in two months because it is going to happen. <laughs> dun, 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 shit, start. Oblique for Marcus Smart. Could believe for all the world. Brad Stevenson's Stanford kissed a girl. Don, 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 should start. Len Bias had a weak heart and they won't win a game in the second round. When you're in Bean Town, you are so helpless to the crowd. J Bug's an animal. Best arena in the world for yelling racial slurs for reads the manimal. Wake up, Gordon Hayward is streaming live on Twitch. His wife is yelling at him, what a fucking bitch. Deep nerd destruction, O and R flatter, C chip hold the card. I see a playoff bird, dun 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 to start. Better than Josh Hart. Kyrie flies helicopters, Rosie's been legally adopted. Dun 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 to start. Then Bryce weak heart, and I don't give a shit about the Memphis pick. All of Boston picks lost their tiebreakers, and that is beautiful. Everyone dies except Tatum, he's too young and he's immortal. Coaches of all sell, ain't sure Dolan will sell. Saying Samuel Jalega, Sean Yabasele, RJ Hunter, Rosie Wanamaker, Dieter Destruction, O and R Flatter, C Chip, pull the card. I see a playoff bird, dun dun dun, should start. I saw the shot chart, can't believe Jalen Brown is gonna get shipped right out of town. Dun dun dun, should start. Then by a sweet and I won't go insane about Aaron Baines. I don't wanna watch this team anymore. I don't want to watch this team. Dun, 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 should start. They had a tough start. Dreaming of Larry Bird, Coach Brad still hasn't kissed a girl. Dun, 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 should start. Then buys weak heart and they won't win a game in the second round. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 